Miss Honey, Miss Honey, Miss Honey, Miss Honey. Don't you hear me calling you Miss Honey? I know you hear me calling you Miss Honey. And welcome back to Poor Life Decision. I'm Chris. And live from the warm, mighty jungle where the lion sleeps at night, I'm Doyen. Oh, <laughs> that was a lot. <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> this whole season, I'm just going to be telling y'all how hot I am. <laughs> Listen, it's hot. I'm cramping. Can't get stuff to record right, which is tonight's show's gonna be epic. <laughs> Can't get right, but you know what? Beyonce said that they ain't gonna break our soul. <laughs> Listen, you can't Release break the technical soul. difficulties. <laughs> That's right. Because one thing about it, if we can't make it one way, we're gonna make it another. Right. Mm. As long as we make it, that's all that matters. <laughs> so, what's been going on with you, Doyen, and what are you drinking? I don't know if you know, but last Friday, actually Thursday night for us, Beyonce dropped that fire, and so <laughs> that's all I've been doing. Like, Friday night, I was like, I feel like something's planned, but I don't know what. I had emptied out my calendar so I could experience Beyonce by myself. Mm. <laughs> mm. I mean... So I had to run myself. I didn't have plans. I mean, that's <laughs> the best way to do it. That's the best way to do mm-hmm. it. Mm. What are you drinking? So, uh, the Renaissance cocktail that this co- um, podcast is named after. All right. You know, Come on now. Because for the podcast of the people, cohesive gotta, thing. You know, break it down. Uh, Uncle Remy's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I paid $53 for the bottle. I only needed three ounces. <laughs> yeah, but it's good. You can keep drinking it's good. it. I could have had a cheaper cognac for the same experience, but... You could have. You could have. It is. It is what it is. I was trying to be authentic. It's fine. It's great. It's like a, a cognac-y, cognac-y, cognac-y kind of old-fashioned kind of taste. Okay. Um, The lemon cello kind of adds a little Swedish, and then the peach bitters... Or just fun. We should put peach bitters in everything, actually. Um, mm. <laughs> but that's pretty much all I've been up to in sweating these streets. I don't even know if I've ever had peach bitters. It's fun. I mean, I also like chocolate bitters. I'm sure I've had drinks with... I haven't made anything with it, but I'm sure I've mm. had drinks with it. That gotcha. sounds delightful. That's your Christmas gift, like a variety set of bitters. <laughs> Add all the bitters to your things. I love how Doyen's gifts for me always require work from me. I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Listen, it's always something I feel like you need. <laughs> um, otherwise, I started Stranger Things. I'm still not fully sure what's going on, so I've been watching. <laughs> wait, wait, we have to do a round of applause for Doyen. <laughs> I'm so glad you're watching Stranger Things really yeah it's one of those it's kind of like when you're watching a scary movie and you're trying to figure out what the hell is happening but you're so focused on trying to figure out what the hell is happening that you're not experiencing it yeah (laughs) so 
Just but just I'm let it, it wash over you. Just just okay. Don't try to decode it. Just just let it happen, man. Let it happen. Speaking of scary movies, I need to go see Nope. Not because I want to, but because I have a personal constitution to see any of Jordan Peele's movies. Same. I've just been really lazy, but I really need to go see it too. <laughs> like literally, I could walk to the movie theater from my house. Uh uh-uh, uh, it's too high for that. I mean, I wouldn't, but I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm really close to the movies, and we still haven't watched Thor, and I just need to. I need Same. to get the movie feeling back into me. Mm-hmm. But even like work wise, we're having a small outbreak. So I haven't been at work mm-hmm. for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. And every time somebody I know says they have COVID, I push it back a week. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> I overstand, as the kings would say, as the kings would say. <laughs> So, what have you been up to? How is your mental health? Um, you know, I just <laughs> feel like so I go through this cycle every month as I'm dealing with my cycle. Mm-hmm. Every month when I start cramping, I go through this thing where this is fucked up. If men went through this, they would get to take this time off of work. Um, mm-hmm. tampons, cups, a disc, whatever they would use, would be covered by insurance. Like, I just go through this cycle. It just makes me angry. So, right mm-hmm. now, my mental health is I'm cramping. Um, I cried yesterday. I don't know why. I just did. Which, to be fair, it's kind of normal. But still. <laughs> <laughs> still. And then, like, I'm angry because... Why is it 2022 and nobody found a cure for periods yet? I don't understand. It's called birth control. I don't understand. Like, I just I just feel like it wouldn't be all of this if it were men. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, it's funny that you say that. I was talking to my sister today, and she's, like, on her cycle, and I'm like, I don't have cramping. I just have one dull ache <laughs> right oh. now. <laughs> and I'm like, does that mean something's going to happen? Because my period has been super sketchy. <laughs> but I'm like, mm, we'll, we'll see what happens. And yeah. so it's funny that like, pretty much, even if we don't talk about it, the people in my life are all synced. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. And another thing that's weird, you know, since we're talking about menstrual cramps, I don't cramp anywhere near as bad as I used to as a teenager. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, for years and years, I was on the depot shot. Then after that, I did um, Seasonique, which was the pill that you take and like you only have a period like every three months. So I went so long without dealing with it that now these baby cramps are taking me out. And they're not even as bad. I mean, I was bad when I was in high school. It was bad. Mm-hmm. And now it's like I'm a punk. Like, I can't take no pain. <laughs> it's just, most of the time, because my birth control, the way it works, is like, it just comes when it wants to. I have no placebo pills. And so, anytime I have it, I'm just highly inconvenienced. Like, I'm right. just like, why is it here? Right. <laughs> anywho. Anywho. Enough of that. Um, I really haven't been doing anything else this week, but like, Watching television as normal. Um, still doing my comfort 
Downton watch. All of my Downton Abbey fans out there, you every, this happens every time. Because this is like my third rewatch, I think. But every time, I forget how sad the show can actually be. <laughs> so it's like... Mm. But um, also, I don't know if we have any uh, Westworld fans out there, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah. I will say that this season is better. I'm just still a little perturbed that um we're going to get another season because I was told that this was going to be the last season. Uh so to I, I tweeted once I was like my toxic trait is every time there's a new season in Westworld, I tell myself I'm going to start it and finish and catch up and I never do. <laughs> I mean it, this season is better. Last season was just so awful. It was mm-hmm. so awful. I feel like I'm mm-hmm. the only person on the planet who liked season two. And season one was okay, but mm-hmm. I really loved season two. But last mm-hmm. season was awful, and now they're telling me I'm going to have to deal with another season, and I don't like it. So, <laughs> anywho, tonight I am drinking ranch water, which honestly <laughs> is quite delicious, and now that I'm drinking, I realize I forgot my lime juice. <laughs> I'm not going back to the kitchen for it. So, so it essentially is just uh, tequila, sparkling um, water, and lime juice. That's it. Also, uh, club soda for the tech the term for it. No, uh-uh. This is club soda and, and sparkling water. They aren't the same to me. Club no, soda. I put has club a- soda in my ranch water. Oh, 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 oh. Um, but you or know topo. what? I I could have I sh- well. Did I have club soda? I think I had club soda. So I really, if mm-hmm. I thought about it, I could have done club soda instead of stopping mm-hmm. to get sparkling water today. Yeah, if I'm gonna do sparkling water, it has to be topo. If not, I'll just do club soda. <laughs> so it's just um, it's just some Kroger brand sparkling water. <laughs> I get it. I understand. Um, and I and I don't. I don't know why that is. I don't know why I'm not a fan of... I mean, I like sparkling water. Because I like Perrier. But Perrier is a little... The bubbles are smaller. They're a little aggressive. Yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm shaking my fist at the cameras if you guys can see it. And then I started shaking my fist looking at her. Anyways. So, yeah. So, this is a little ranch water. And I... um, it's delightful, even though, as I say, I forgot my lime. And I did two, like, I, well, I have a press. I didn't have to squeeze it with my hand. But I, you know, did some real lime juice as opposed to the little plastic lime. And I left yeah. it in the kitchen. It's fine. It's fine. It will be put to use. Do not worry. <laughs> yeah. I think the thing about it is, um, just to be fancy, I'm renovating my kitchen. So what that really means is that my all my drawers are in one of two rooms, and I don't know where my lime squeezer is. <laughs> I just I just use the lemon squeezer. You got a different one for each fruit? No, it's both oh. a lemon lime squeezer. <laughs> I was like, I just, you is fancy. <laughs> I am. Oh. One last thing, and then we can move on to part two, which I'm really excited about. Okay. I got a new wine fridge. It has dual zones, so I can put my reds at one chill and whites at another chill. Oh, you are fancy. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I have bought a sign that said, like, mornings are for mimosas. 
I bought it not knowing what I was going to put on it. Put it at, but then I was like, let me put it on the wine fridge for now. And it's perfect. Yay. <laughs> now you're going to make me use my wine fridge, even though mine in fancy is just one temp. <laughs> yeah. That old one, I won it at a party. Okay. And it was one temp as like six bottles of wine. What am I going to do with that? This one is 21 bottles. <laughs> uh, I forgot how many mine holds, but it's more than six, but it's not 21. And mm-hmm. my mom bought it and I never keep any wine in it because I drink my wine. <laughs> I, when I, so I go to the grocery store, I do need to get my Martha, Martha charred. <laughs> but otherwise. Did you try it? I haven't tried it yet. Oh, oh. Because I haven't been to a grocery store. Oh, I thought you said you did. Okay, sorry. Okay. Alrighty. So, going about to my new favorite part of the pod, uh, the Renaissance Review. All right. I just realized, I think we've been blessed with not one, but two Beyonce albums within the time of our podcast. Mm. (laughs) Maybe, maybe Black is King. Yeah. Maybe So Happy We're Together. Yeah. I don't yeah, Black is Maybe King. Maybe both. Yeah, you yeah, know black. what? Yeah. Wait. Actually, three now. I think Happy We're Together was during the show, too. I know Black is King yeah. was, because I was calling it Black yeah. Ass King. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, this one is our, I feel like it's just like a full Beyonce album. Um, And I know a lot of people don't like it, but I think they also have to understand that like every single album that Beyonce makes she reinvents herself and she evolves. And so you're never going to get to the same album. My favorite album is four. I've never had four since four. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, you know, I take what she'll give me. Uh, yeah. Okay. Also, it's it's kind of, this album is kind of niche. So if you don't mm-hmm. like that genre of music, then you're not going to like it. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. You can come back when the next album comes. Lord willing. It's <laughs> soon. Child, <laughs> I heard this one was a trilogy. I'm like, y'all yeah. know she ain't gonna give a shit for like another decade. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, so how long are we gonna have to wait for two? <laughs> <laughs> and my friend was like, oh, it's a summer renaissance. So what if she gives us one every season? And I'm, I'm <gasps> like, she's super fucking is not gonna give us another album. Oh, but what that. if she did? What oh, if she did? Oh, I gotta. Man. Let's pass the offering basket. We need some money for our Beyonce savings account. Um, <laughs> okay, so when it came to Renaissance, what was your? When did you first listen to the album? Okay, so I didn't listen until the next day. I stayed. I pre-ordered it, so um, mm-hmm. I bought it, which I because she's one that I'm gonna buy all her albums. So I mm-hmm. pre-ordered it. Um, and I stayed up to make sure. I don't know why pre-order makes me nervous. I don't know why. Like, I'm the type of person, and and they don't even take your money. Like it doesn't actually go through the transaction until you know the album it's comes, available. but still, it just makes me nervous. So <laughs> I stayed up to make sure that my album started downloading, and it did. And then mm-hmm. I said, okay, I will do this tomorrow. So I waited till the next day. I will say, Chris. Um... If they could put that YouTube album on there without us asking, they know how to put the albums we need on there. I will say I stayed up till 11 a.m. I think because I was prepared to experience the whole album, I was in a better mood than when I did it with Break My Soul. 
break my soul when I first heard it. I was like, what the fuck is this? But I woke up in the next morning and listened to the words and it had me. I will say, break my soul where it sits in the album has made me love the song even so much fucking yes, more. Yes. <laughs> These transitions, this is one album and I am a shuffle queen. Uh-huh. You got to listen to this one in order. Yeah. You got to let it do it's, what it do. It is so cohesive. Even if it's like, there's some that are like her dance music and there's some that are R&B and it all still flows together. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I love to break my soul from the very beginning. I don't mm-hmm. I don't know why. It's just of course Break My Soul we we got Break My Soul kinda right after um Drake and I was still dancing to Drake's album. Mm-hmm. So like I was still in that mind frame. Yeah. I, you know me, I don't listen to Drake. I only listen to the radio. <laughs> <laughs> the songs that are in the club. That's pretty much it. <laughs> but um yeah, when I first heard it, like to hear it at eleven p.m. at the first time, I was just like, "What is this?" But I was the same way with Seven Eleven. Like the first time I heard it, I was like, "What is this?" But then I went back, and I think maybe a week after Roe v. Wade was overturned, mm-hmm. and like literally, like anytime if I just randomly turn on "Break My Soul," your life may be in jeopardy. Maybe you should go. <laughs> Listen, my cousin and I were talking about this yesterday. Break my soul makes me so freaking emotional. <laughs> I love it. And I I listen to it all the time when it comes to just like, there's a lot of stress and I don't have to hold it. That's right. And so I think Release that's the what, yeah, well, that's one of my things. My overall take from the album is very similar to Lizzo to me. Where, like, she went through this hard time, this pandemic that we all went through. Mm -hmm. But she came out with some positive intent. And, like, just realizing, okay, this shit doesn't matter. This shit really matters. And let me focus on this. And let me love me. And be cozy. (laughs) Let me stop with the sermon. Anyways, (laughs) but uh, I, I really like it for the two of them. Also, it's just aligns with my year at 34 and exiting that one year. Well, not one year. I have lots of years. But exiting last year with so much like self-criticisms and just not love of who I was. And then entering into 34 where I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> All right. So what's your favorite song? So... I don't have a favorite right now, but I will say heavy repeat for I'm that girl. Um, heavy repeat for church girl, heavy repeat for cozy. Um, (laughs) if you know me, then you know Mm -hmm. that I'm that girl. Okay. So when they released the track listing Mm -hmm. and they released like, Everybody who's credited on each track. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah. you're not going to tell me my God ain't real. <laughs> because Beyonce Giselle knows Carter has a song with where she's crediting Tommy Wright the third. And I see, I don't, I don't know where all my, all of our listeners are from, mm-hmm. but in this area of the world <laughs> where Memphis rap is what I was brought up on. Tommy Wright the third, I I'm getting flustered even trying to talk about it, so I can't even talk about it. <laughs> I'm just gonna say 
And I knew it. When someone told me, uh, when someone said what song it was of his that she sampled, I said, she going to have that little chat piece. It's going to be that little chat piece. And it is. <laughs> and I just, I don't know, something about that one and like Church Girl. I release it all on Church Girl. <laughs> like, it's just, yes, yes. So I don't have a, I don't have a favorite because I'm still listening. I'm literally still listening straight through. Mm-hmm. But I will hit repeat on I'm That Girl and Church Girl and Cozy every time. I will say, yeah, I haven't got to a point where I just go pick my faves yet. I'm still listening straight through. Yeah. Um, my favorite, which I think is one that it takes people a few listens to like, is Alien Superstar. Listen. <laughs> you know what made me like that one? Uh-huh. Uh someone did you know you know people have been making all these memes and dance uh mm-hmm. gifts and stuff and it was one where Sailor Moon <laughs> and the little end piece to that song yeah. and I was like, Oh shit, this is this is one and they keep doing that particular song, they keep doing it to like all of the anime girls. And so I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. 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 Yeah, I feel like it's a song made for girls who love anime, who love Janelle Monet. And just, you know, we we always like moved around the world feeling like we're not normal. Yes. Cuz I'm not so even I an anime girl, but I'm I I like that kind of stuff if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh yeah, Church Girl and that kind of goes to my next question. Um, Church Girl took me a few times to like, just because really? when I first heard it, it was a lot of cacophony between the music happening and the beats, mm-hmm. and I was getting distracted by that. Mm-hmm. But when I started to listen to the words, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so a lot of my first few listens was just listening to how things ran. So even her first song, it was a little weird to me. But also, being a like former band kid, I realize a lot of her songs have like three movements, mm-hmm. like her longest songs. And so like working through those movements and I also prepare to you for the next song mm-hmm. because it's going to be something different. And so um, that was it. So even um, when I talk about my least favorites, it's really just the ones that I really haven't tuned into a lot, which is Virgo's Groove because I just don't like Virgo's and I date one. Beyonce's one but (laughs) really you know (laughs) I don't have a least favorite yet Um, Mm -hmm. I'm sure I will I will say uh, is that first of all these the transition I'm already Mm -hmm. really bad at like it's hard to tell you which song right I'm already bad at that and then the way Mm -hmm. these just slide into each other um I think it's plastic on the couch. <gasps> um, That's one of my faves. It, the only reason let me let me look and be sure I'm, I'm getting the right songs. It's the one where she's yeah. Like, the reason you know... why it took me a second was because it comes right after Church Girl, and I'm still in Church Girl when Church Girl mm-hmm. ends. So like. Yeah. That's the only reason, but I mean, I like it, but I will tell you the one that took me a few listens, which is actually one of my favorites now, was Cozy. And mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know, because when I first heard it, it just sounded like, I was like, this is cheesy. Mm-hmm. But then the more I listened to it, 
and of course it's got our girl T.S. Madison and I was like okay okay and like now it's one that I have to hit the repeat on yeah I love Cozy and again it just really ties me to Lizzo and like this album that she had post pandemic and like feeling that journey and also living that journey myself and knowing that it's not just me yeah so (laughs) Uh, okay so we're gonna go on to other events because apparently other things happen (laughs) I guess (laughs) apart from Beyonce whatever Beyonce (laughs) (laughs) okay so I actually saw the headline for this article before I actually looked and saw where it was um there is a hotel that is celebrating their one year anniversary which is a big deal when it's pandemic time and people who haven't been in hotels. But basically, um, they have a phone in each room where you can get champagne at the touch of a button. I am so excited because it's in Fort Worth. Um, if everybody hasn't booked it, I am going to fucking do it. Because you know what I love? Champagne. <laughs> when I saw that, I said... Why haven't I always had an emergency phone to pick up for champagne? And and why is it twenty twenty two? And y'all see, you know what? Y'all always y'all mm-hmm. always invent stuff that people don't need. Y'all always working on things that people don't need. But it take y'all forever to give us an emergency phone for champagne. Y'all mm-hmm. still ain't did nothing about these student loans. I need y'all to figure <laughs> out a way to invent things we need. Yeah. We don't need another way to eat cheese. You know what I mean? Like, they always doing dumb stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I don't need that. I don't need... Oh, I lie. I don't need a different way to prepare potatoes. I would like it, but I don't need it. <laughs> That's, all That's all I'm saying. You keep making all these gadgets that are slightly different from the other one. Now I feel mm-hmm. like I got to get a whole new gadget. No, what you could do is be focusing on emergency champagne telephones for all. Yes. For all. Yes. <laughs> yes. That seems very needed. Mm. They'd be very busy on Sunday. <laughs> I'm Literally, you could have a whole like DoorDash for just champagne. Like, I feel like a champagne. <laughs> Somebody please invest. <laughs> okay the next thing um i'm a little curious as to how uh, first of all this is my friendly reminder the words mean things also curious as to how beyonce missed all of the controversy when lizzo <laughs> did it and then did it at the same time so um beyonce used the term which is an ableist slur on her new album um, again, Lizzo did the same thing, but basically, I mean, growing up was a, just a term we threw out, but also it ties to, um, there's some spastic cerebral palsy. And so when you are living with that situation, when you're struggling with that situation, you don't like people using it just easily, like just using it flippantly when it's not a flippant disease. And so, um, Beyonce did agree to remove it. And I'm like, you gonna send me a CD and vinyl? I don't know if she will. But, um, she wasn't using it intentionally or in a harmful way. But at the same time, you know, words mean things. And we are as responsible for the words that we say as well as the impact 
of the words that we say. Yeah. Um, I had a lot of opinions about this mm-hmm. when it was Lizzo, but we've been there and we've done that. So now mm-hmm. I'm just kind of like, I'm not surprised Beyonce missed it because an artist, first of all, people don't be online like that. Even people in real mm-hmm. life. Like, mm-hmm. I'm online on Twitter way more than most of the people in my life. Mm-hmm. Most of the people in my life, when they are, if they're on social media, they're on Facebook and their corner of Facebook is not talking about, um, you know, people using slurs who shouldn't. So mm-hmm. there's that. So I wasn't surprised she missed it because I know when, also when artists are working on albums, a lot of times, even though I'm sure her album was done by the time Lizzo's song came out, but you know, they stay away mm-hmm. from it. So I get it. Mm-hmm. But I did feel like somebody somewhere on her team, surely, like Should've surely, told her. yeah. Um, and I'll just say that I'm I'm a person that if you tell me that something is offensive, especially if um I am not a part of that group, mm-hmm. then okay, and I will do better, mm-hmm. and that's all that we can ask for. Um. I think that Beyonce handled it well. I think that Lizzo, I really, so Beyonce really hadn't said much. She just, okay, I'll change it. Mm-hmm. Which it has been, cha- wait, mm, I'm thinking something else. Never mind. But she said, I'll change it. So, you know, great. Lizzo did give like a formal apology and changed mm-hmm. it. And I thought that her apology was really great. Mm-hmm. Um, her actions were great. Mm-hmm. What I didn't like was the way people came at her. Because Lisa? yes, because sometimes you need to understand that what you're talking about, what you take up, every the world is huge. Even mm-hmm. though social media makes it much smaller, you have to look at things in context and mm-hmm. using the shortened form of spastic as a slur is something that's very regional. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> when you looked at the people who took up issue versus the people who were like, wait, I've never heard that in my life. Mm-hmm. You can kind of group people to where they are. And mm-hmm. it just wasn't this huge thing here. Like it was over there. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I'm the type If you tell me I- I'm going to do better. So just tell yeah. me. But they did not do that with Lizzo. They tried to come for her throat. And that was mm-hmm. not okay. But she yeah. responded perfectly. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, I'm, I'm kind of like you. I really can't believe it. Then I was like, well, I don't know. Maybe Beyonce wasn't letting everybody listen. I don't know. But I feel like somebody yeah. on her team, somebody somewhere on her team should have caught it. Yeah. I will say Lizzo said, let me make one thing clear. I never want to promote derogatory language. As a fat black woman in America, I've had many hurtful words used against me, so I understand the powers words have, words can have, whether intentionally or, in my case, unintentionally. And then she went on to say that she did the lyric change. And yeah, I mean, I think to some extent, yes. I, the thing about it is the amount of words <laughs> that we're not supposed to use keeps growing every day. Like, yeah, I've and learned... that's what I'm saying. Like, you have to understand where people, not not just context of where they live as far as, like, 
most of those, most of the people I saw who were mm-hmm. coming at her in a way I didn't like were from across the pond. I don't even mean like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the people that I work with every day whose mm-hmm. world, and not, this is not talking down on anybody. I'm only using the example that their world is as big as the block they live on and what they experience right there. And people mm-hmm. don't always recognize that what, what, what you said back in the nineties, that was okay. It's not okay today. So mm-hmm. tell them there's just tell them and then move on. And now yeah. if they, now if they jump funny after you tell them, that's one thing, mm-hmm. but to come at people and be like, well, you should have known how, mm-hmm. why, yeah. You, my world I have so many other things in my world that don't involve that why why am I focusing on this so no and maybe maybe we'll do like a someone something on inclusive language um one of these days uh but even like in work I had a co-worker that was like we gave them the rope and they hung themselves with it and I was like what <laughs> <laughs> like it's just like people there's a lot of colloquialisms that people don't understand what it means and it's it's tough like especially like being black in corporate america and thinking about like even little terms like whitelist which is showing that white is better than black mm-hmm. you know or going into dark mode mm-hmm. and so i get it i i 100% understand it i think a lot of people lead with anger when sometimes sometimes it helps just to be educational and understanding be like hey maybe you didn't know this but you get at least one good try you maybe you didn't know this but this is an offensive because this but not oh i can't believe you say that because it doesn't make anybody want to change their actions but alas um next up first of all i love how these new rappers are naming themselves mariah the scientist i'm like okay stem <laughs> that's probably not why she called her scientist but anyways um so young thug gives mariah the scientist a decorated hotel room from behind bars and some of these niggas won't even give us a text back <laughs> that's real <laughs> but um yeah he he got her a cute little hotel mrs sold out dates with the MRS. <laughs> it was cute. Uh, and I just thought, what a lot of effort. Yeah. From jail. And these free men. <laughs> what are they doing? But that's a whole different story. Um, but also, during her shows, she had like free Thugger and free YSL signs. During her show in Boston, I just think it's cute that they both have you know, just a really sweet energy about each other that they portray to the world. You know what? Speaking of, if they don't free Ghana, I'm going to protest. That's all I'm going <laughs> to say. That young man has done nothing but try to love Chloe Bailey, and that is yeah. it. That young yeah. man has done nothing but outdress your auntie and your grandmama, and that's it. Leave <laughs> that young man alone. Free him. Free him. Just at the very least for Chloe's happiness. That's all I ask. <laughs> Chloe said she's moving on. But listen, um, I think that was on Shay Room that I saw that like mm-hmm. Kim Kardashian is now looking into his case. And I thought, ooh. <laughs> I, 
I hate it because we have to like lean into mm-hmm. the white savior thing. But I'm like, if you gonna save them, save them, sis. I exactly. Appreciate that. I'm not gonna give you any kudos because it's what you could do and should do. But like, if she gonna set them free, set them free. Also, why y'all so worried about rappers and Brittany Griner still in jail in Russia? But that's a whole different story. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and lastly, our sweet um baby cousin Zahara, uh, Angelina Jolie's daughter, um, is heading to Spelman, and I thought the picture was so cute of her and her Spelman classmates, and I was, it was. like, "Aww, <laughs> I love it." You know, and I. I- Go ahead. I was just going to say, you know, I, I, I have to use so much caution because every time we go up for white, for white, they bring me up to let me down. But I will say that Angelina Jolie, like with each one of her children, she has fully immersed herself into what they are interested in. The ones mm-hmm. who are not American, white American, she has fully immersed herself into their culture in a way to in a way that you should like I don't I don't have the language to put together to say what I'm trying to say but it is Madonna should study Angelina Jolie and see how she Mm -hmm. did it like it's there's nothing there's nothing cultural cultural appropriate appropriationing about what Angelina's doing like Mm -hmm. And so I I love it. 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 And that's another a small topic is like loving white women and being at least a little bit afraid that they're not going to love us back. Like, like <laughs> in my mind, I want to make a shirt that says and Dolly we trust with an asterisk because just what if she fucking loses her mind? And <laughs> just like says something crazy. Then I have, to, have take to love them back in, my silence, in, in private. <laughs> Yeah. And Reba, I'm like, look, I would end this life if Reba's a racist. Because all my life, I've been a single mom who works too hard. Okay? Right. Who I am is who I want to be. Who I want to be. Okay, that's it. That's it. But okay. anyway, yeah, so, I thought that was really cute. I I love that experience for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like smelling girls are bougie anyway, so she'll be fine. <laughs> It's not sending her to Rice Hall in Mississippi State. <laughs> like, I feel like she's gonna be, she's gonna be good there, where she is. <laughs> okay, so let's go ahead and move along to our someone something. Someone something. Oh, wait, we're no. not gonna take a break. Oh, sorry, we're gonna take a break <laughs> real quick, and we'll be right back. This is what happens <laughs> when you drink. <laughs> And now we're going to move along to our someone something. Someone something. Part two. <laughs> Apparently. This world is a whole shit show. I'm not ready. Come on back, Jesus. I'm just not ready to deal with this shit. So apparently there's a chance that we might have a ha- Halloween candy shortage. First of all, I can't and... even believe it's about to be Halloween again. Girl, we're in the month of the pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> you didn't know? 
You so don't fast. even know. I did not. <laughs> Anyways. So fast. Yeah. They keep moving up every day. So I'm guessing it's going to be the 23rd this month. And people are like, well, it's still going to be hot. And I'm like, no. Because I'm going to be in my house pretending it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's real. Fall girl summer. <laughs> Anyways. um, So basically, we're, you know, we're always a little bit concerned about um supply chains um china is trying to choose violence with taiwan which also scares me a little bit but um so there's a chance that we might have a chocolate shortage in 2022 also um in 2021 sales of chocolate and other candy grew by 11 percent, which i say mind your business i was trying to get it through the pandemic <laughs> um, <laughs> If you're determined to hand out bowls of candy to trick-or-treaters this year, I'm not. It might be smart to shop the sales now. Watch sales. And buy small quantities of candy leading up to the big day. Don't worry, it won't go bad if you store it properly. Um, so also, they actually share some information about how to hand out chocolate on Halloween. There are a few solutions to the impending chocolate shortage. Uh, a, like we said, you can begin stocking up now. Whenever you see the highly coveted chocolate bars and other candy on store shelves, milk chocolate will store well at room temperature for up to a year. Dark chocolate stores up to two years, but I'm pretty sure no kids want that, and that's just me. I mean, (laughs) And they literally say, you may want to stock up on Hershey's Special Dark for your own consumption. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But the regular ones will last easily until Halloween. Uh, the next thing I said was think beyond the candy, which I was like, for why? I know. <laughs> I know. Um, many parents want to hand out full-size Hershey's bars or Kit Kats for Halloween. But no, it's kind of like cats. They're just going to keep coming back to your house. If you give them just enough, they'll forget about you. <laughs> Listen. Uh, don't forget kids with allergies. Um, that is their yeah. mama problem, not mine. <laughs> You say you can find toys, temporary tattoos, and fun trinkets on Oriental sites like Oriental Trading, which I don't understand why that site still exists. Who is shopping at Oriental Trading? <laughs> People who have to give out like little knickknacks. <laughs> I used to love when we would get like the temporary tattoos. That I did love, and I would be tatted up. <laughs> so I did used to love that but otherwise just give me some candy store bought candy please <laughs> they did say stock up now to have something to offer kids who will never know the pleasure of biting into almond joy or Snickers because of their nut allergy and that's really sad and thoughts and prayers yeah it is sad and again not my listen I'm about a big multi candy bag <laughs> with a variety of different candies in it I'm going to dump it in a bowl. I'm going to sit that bowl on the table outside. When it's gone, it's gone. I'm the same thing I did last year is what I'm doing this year. So I figure it out amongst yourselves. Figure it out amongst uh, yourselves. I will say, if you're somebody who cares about children and their allergies, <laughs> you can put <laughs> a teal-colored pumpkin out there so they kids with allergies know that they'll find safe items. Because Doya let y'all know I don't give a fuck. Fuck them kids. This is why she better be glad I'm not there. Just... I'm just saying, I listen, I'm putting this candy outside out of the goodness of my heart. 
Okay, so here's the thing. If you do, if you can get some allergy-safe items, just put them in a separate bowl so the child's throat doesn't swell up. Or they said opt out for non-food items. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Oriental trader. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> listen, I, listen, I don't want a child to go in an anaphylactic shop because of me. But let me say mm-hmm. this. Children who have severe allergies know their allergies by the time they're old enough to actually go through their own can and eat their own candy i promise you that child knows i cannot eat this so that's why i'm like that's for your mama to sort that out and to teach you that I, i'm not I, I'm, I'm just, just saying. put some laffy taffies in the bowl too so laffy taffies I, I mean i buy i buy the big variety pack that has like it has chocolate and, and the it dots, has the boxes of nuts <laughs> No. <laughs> First of all, I like them little box of dots. Okay, I do. <laughs> I do too. I was gonna say, don't, don't, don't talk about the dots because that's my candy. <laughs> I like and the I dots, say... and I like those little, um, you know, the little powder ones that as a kid we pretend was pills. The little tabs. The Smarties. The Smarties. <laughs> I Only to grow up my too. <laughs> Yeah, only to be girls to people who still don't fucking like taking their medicine. I don't understand. <laughs> I love taking medicine that's not prescribed to me. <laughs> <sighs> this yes. show has taken um, so many turns this week. <laughs> yes, I will say, y'all are probably going to shame me, but I do like candy corn and those like weird taffy things in the orange and black wrapper. <laughs> I can't help it. I I like what I like. Don't yuck my yum. You you like them circus peanuts too, don't you? I don't know what that is. Okay, good. They're probably nuts. I'm 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 glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So we're gonna go ahead and move along to our poor life decision. Poor life decision. Okay. So, I will say this is partially inspired by Beyonce and Lizzo. And again, me turning 34 and figuring out what I really want from life. So, today we're going to talk about becoming self-actualized. If you've ever taken um, a psychology class in college because they made you um (laughs) the first thing they talk about is Maslow's hierarchy. And so, it starts off with the basics. And then there's, and that's food, water, shelter, booze, but they're probably not going to accept that for me. Um, (laughs) Safety, which is security and stability. Relationships, sense of belonging and love. Esteem, respect for yourself and others. And then self-actualization is at the top of the pyramid, realizing your full potential. I'm somewhere in relationships. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, my ideal is self-actualization. So, what is self-actualization? We talk about it a lot of time. What does it truly mean? Um, it really does mean a lot of things depending on who you ask. But one of the most broadly accepted definitions um, is the process of becoming everything you're capable of com- becoming. Mm-hmm. Now, that process sounds like a lifelong process. I'm not going to lie. I don't think I'll ever go get there. Or I'll get there and then I'll be my last breath. I don't know. <laughs> but my goal is to like have some sort of 
self-actualization within the next decade or so of my life and you know be able to enjoy that shit for the rest of my life um another person um kim eagle a san diego therapist said it's the ability to become the best version of yourself and it does all sound great but how do you actually become this best version of yourself and how will you know you're you've achieved it chris I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. It's just why we're here. <laughs> I do think so. that, I think that, I don't think self-actualization is a finish line. Mm. I think it's a state. And so you'll just kind of always be there because mm. we're not complacent people. Mm. And <laughs> since we're, in the words of Beyonce, I don't want to, never be satisfied i don't want to go through life like that but Mm -hmm. we can always be better we can always grow we can always evolve and so i don't feel the pressure of um having a spot that i have to make it to you know for for that yeah i think to some extent to me is being content with where i am yeah feeling that i'm not lacking but also always wanting to move past that Right. But, uh, yeah, only you can decide what self-actualization means for you. But we got the info to get the ball rolling and make the process less daunting. So, um, we've talked about Maslow's, which is really where the big term comes from. But let's talk about what self-actualization isn't. Again, like I said, it does mean a lot of things to a lot of people. So to cut through some of the ambiguity, it could be helpful to think about what it isn't. Self-actualization doesn't involve perfection or things always going smoothly. You can be self, self, self-actualized and still face difficulties. Um, here at this podcast, we struggle with perfection all the time. <laughs> so it makes it feel a little better that they're like, it's yeah. not, and I think it does tie back to me being content at where I am, but still wanting to move past it and still dealing with these difficulties. Um, a huge part of self-actualization is recon- recognizing your limits in addition to focusing on your unique strengths. So I remember I was talking to my coworker today, which was the reason why I cried. <laughs> Crying is like... I always say normalizing crying. Crying is so good. I love it. Um, It's my favorite thing. You will not get any (laughs) complaints from me. (laughs) But it was like, even talking about my ADHD, yeah, there's some limits, but there's some, it's a superpower. Like for me to deal with so much shit at the same time (laughs) and keep going, like most people, like normal, um, Normal thinkers would like shut down if they had to deal with just the sheer amount of thoughts that I had to deal with every day. But I channeled through it. I've learned how to channel through it and then learn how to get shit done. And at a somewhat higher rate than a lot of people who are just normal or neurotypical. There's no normal. Normal is weird. From there, you will live your life in a way that best utilizes your strengths while taking steps to achieve your dreams, both large and small. And that was one thing also I was talking to my coworker about today. I was telling her about how 
I don't think CBT. I don't think I'm ready for CBT therapy, which is cognitive behavioral therapy. I still want to deal with the traumas. Like I still want to talk through my trauma and figure out how that looks like in my life today before we start to think about coping mechanisms and all of that. That makes and sense. So, yeah, and she's like, yeah, girl. She's like, you're doing this early. She's like, you're doing it in your 30s. That's really early. <laughs> and she's in her 40s. So she's like, yeah, you know, most people don't realize I'm wrong until <laughs> much later. I'm like, oh, I, I don't know if that makes me feel like I'm overachiever or over anxiety human. But <laughs> here we are. Um, so uh, one example they had is you dream of becoming a pop singer. You love music, but can't really carry a tune, which is where I feel the dream should die. But that's not kind. <laughs> Eventually, you find that you're pretty good at playing the guitar and making music that way. You practice, develop the skill, and continue pr- improving over time. Maybe you won't be a pop singer, but you live out your need to make music in a different way. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. that. Makes you feel good. Yeah. Um, so, what does it look like? Now that we've identified a basic definition of what self-actualization is and isn't, it's time to get into the nitty-gritty of what it truly means to be the best version of yourself. So, I know you've probably heard of the book of, like, the seven habits of successful people or something like that. Um, so <laughs> we're going to... Yeah. yeah, something like that. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, let's talk about, generally speaking, what self-actualized people do. And I will pause for feedback between the things. The first thing is live independently. They don't structure their lives their lives around the opinions of others. They oh. may not seem swayed by social feedback. They also have an appreciation for solitude and don't always need company. I would say this is an F for me. <laughs> <laughs> um I live colloquially, and I I don't hate myself for it. <laughs> so as Doya was talking, the first thing I did was give a thumbs down because I thought she was trying to say I need to pay my own bills by my own self. But then mm-hmm. when she was just saying, you know, <laughs> that you know, it's just about you know being able to f- not having to need a group or whatever. Then I'm like, okay, thumbs up because that's me. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to live independently. I don't want to be an I N D E. Like I don't. I don't want to pay mm-hmm. my old bills. But you know, other mm-hmm. than that, yes. I would say to some extent, I am deeply affected by social feedback. I am such a people pleaser, and that's an area that I am trying to work on to be like fuck you people and your needs. Um, but I do love solitude. Um, <laughs> every once in a while, oh no. Because here's the thing. So my love language is, my top two love languages is quality time and physical touch. And so I love, I love spending time with James. But then when he doesn't have time or he's tired, I'm like, ooh, I could go watch my TV shows. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have to hear him listening to TikTok in the background. So <laughs> I, you know, I love being around him, but I'm also realizing that, ooh, solitude is still a thing that I kind of like and we can always work on that so I'll say the last sentence I felt good about the other two not so much uh next one is have a sense for reality and truth reality and truth doesn't exist but go ahead Um, (laughs) they may seem more grounded and in touch with actual possibilities and have an easier time detecting falseness from other people 
here's my thing i will tell people all the time i have delusions of grandeur and this is why i spend money on things i don't truly need because i feel like this is a life that i aspire to (laughs) i don't know how to put this into words for me (laughs) but essentially i am really grounded in reality and truth as far as I will call a thing a thing. If this is what it is, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean I deal with it because I live in my <laughs> world. Everybody <laughs> loves me and they're kind to me there. And I like to pretend like everything is perfect and fine. So it's like, like I, I tell one of my, it is it's storming. <laughs> It's storming and that thunder hit kind of hard there. Yeah. I um, oops, I almost knocked my table over. I tell one of my coworkers all the time, "I'm gonna tell you right. I am never gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you right." But now that don't mean I do right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I I do as I say, not as I do. Like right. I, I I live in a very much so. Let's pretend everything is roses and daffodils. But in my mind, I will call it what it is. Like, I am very, because I don't believe in lying to myself. So I'm very, Mm -hmm. this is what it is. Now let's pretend like it's not. (laughs) And even when it comes to the podcast, like, basically on Instagram, the name of the game is post often and post reels. And I'm like, I don't want to post reels. But (laughs) if you don't, Instagram honors and recognizes consistent content and i'm like but i don't want to so we're fighting with that but it's fine (laughs) so i know the reality but the truth is i don't want to do it (laughs) and those are two different things but um okay next thing which i super just do not align with um is being um these people are uncomfortable with the unknown they don't mind not knowing what the future holds and that's weird <laughs> I, and that's the struggle of my faith journey it's like oh you want me to just like trust <laughs> everything you gonna do <laughs> girl <Yeah>. welcome <laughs> it, this is a story of Eve they were like oh Eve you don't know this you wanna know it and that's why she ate the apple like I, I, think that's I don't. Generational. <laughs> I don't. It's it's so again. It's just so hard to put into words because I do not like the unknown. Mm-hmm. Like I have a very, but where I can choose to say, I am not going to hyper focus on this. I'm not mm-hmm. going to worry about it. The times that I can choose to do that, I do it every time. Some. And I guess more enlightened people will say you always have the choice, but Mm -hmm. I'm not there yet. So there's some things that just like bombard my brain. But if I can Mm -hmm. keep it from doing that and choose not to worry about it, that's what I'll do. But I do not like the unknown at all. I hate, I eat hat (laughs) surprises. Mm -hmm. I hate surprises. I've never liked them as a kid. Like I hate surprises. (laughs) Uh, to some extent, I like surprises, but also my expectations as a surprise are really high. So if you're going to surprise me, do that shit right. 
Okay, so next up, have compassion, kindness, and acceptance. This goes both for themselves and others they encounter. I will definitely say I have more compassion, kindness, and acceptance for people because that's how I can move around this world than I do for myself. Yeah. Yep. Uh, next one, have a good-natured sense of humor. I think we're good here. I got to hear. They laugh at themselves when they make mistakes and help others see humor in challenging situations. Um, I my sense of humor is that that's what gives me joy is making people laugh. So even like, just sad to say, like at the repast or like at my dad's um memorial service or whatever you do to go look at the grave. I mean, not the grave, but the body. Uh, first of all, I didn't really want to see his body. I just didn't want to see him not moving. Yeah. So I was like making my best friend laugh in the lobby. Because <laughs> so I was just like, that's what gives me joy is to make other people yeah. laugh. Yeah. Yeah. And I got I it from I my have... daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have a pretty um, dark sense of humor. But <laughs> um, that's probably why I love like the BBC and Sky TV, Sky Network programming. Like, mm-hmm. I love, because their humor is so dry. Like, but I do have a dark sense of humor, but I feel like a lot of times it's literally, I'm either going to laugh or I'm going to cry. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, let's laugh. And I've been like that since 2016, so. <laughs> I find things funny, though, that are so not funny, and it it's like. pretty bad. And then I <laughs> Then I like fuss at myself and then I giggle. <laughs> I was talking to my coworker. She dates a black guy. She's Asian. And so she's like sick. And I was like, let me know if we need to. No, she said something about pitting the murder on him. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I was like, black men have died for less. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, we were talking about like future dates and stuff like that. And she's like, if he dates a white woman, I'm like, don't worry about it. I'll be there <laughs> to take care. <laughs> humor is so dark but it's just me um <laughs> also nobody had fun in my repast that's all um <laughs> i said the same thing don't even eat at my feet or just go home and cry <laughs> i want everyone in tears i want you to climb over in the casket with me <laughs> <laughs> cry at least cry the fried chicken and I, I mean it's hard to cry eating fried chicken i want like, you I to just... shake your fist towards the heaven and proclaim it should have been you stop thinking like oh doya would have wanted me to be happy i wouldn't (laughs) like everybody does oh well they would want no 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 (laughs) i want you to mourn Uh, so that's our self-actualization oh god we are such (laughs) soulmates And the next one is perfect for us. Enjoy meaningful friendships. They tend to build long-lasting relationships with a few people instead of casual friendships with many people. I do both. <laughs> yeah, doing it's but. friendly. <laughs> I am. Um, and then, like, there's this new app called Geneva. It's kind of like GroupMe. But then you can also find other groups out there. So I joined this, like, black girl group. I made, like, six friends. It's ridiculous. So I always try to like make me do things to be friends with people, and I don't want to do it. 
That's fine. You have me I, now. <laughs> and that's all I need because I cannot remember that app you tried to get me to do. Oh. Like, that was early like, pandemic and I just felt like we all needed to talk to people. And People started enough. talking to me and I was like, uh-uh. <laughs> I quickly deleted it. I was like, oh. <laughs> this is too uh, much. No, Listen, but... I got asked on a date with a dude from New York and he didn't realize I was in Texas. And I'm like, no, you should have figured that shit out. But anyways. Okay, next up, have a sense of spontaneity. They live more naturally rather than in a rigid way and aren't afraid to follow what happens in the moment instead of sticking to routine. I need a routine or else I fall apart. I need a routine, but I don't. <laughs> I mean, like, I... People at work saw my grown ass have a full come apart because someone parked in my spot. Like I, mm-hmm. and it's not even about that spot belonging to me. It's just this is where I park every day. So why mm-hmm. are you here? Like yeah, I was. Say... I don't care where my spot is. You know what I mean? Like it's not like oh I need a spot close to the door. Oh I need or the, it's not about it belonging to me. It's about the fact that this is what I do every day, and I need it to mm-hmm. be the same every day. Yeah. I James has been fussing at me because I'll drive his car and I'll leave the wheels turned. And I'm like, it's simply just not part of my routine. Once I get home, <laughs> I don't care about anything else. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I don't turn the te- wheels straight <laughs> once I'm, when I got home. I like, I don't. <laughs> I don't do that either. Side note, I got my car washed finally. <laughs> and why does it feel brand new? It and it drives, feels like it's driving better. <laughs> when I clean my car, I don't fully recognize my car when I walk by. <laughs> I but also, I uh, finally got a Texas plate. And so it happened. I was in a parking garage. I was like, this looks like my car. That's a Texas plate. It was definitely fucking my car. <laughs> <laughs> Again, routine. I'm used to looking for a Mississippi tag. And yeah. it is what it is. Okay, so next up, our creative. I think we're awesome here, but yep. creativity doesn't refer to artistic abilities. Some self-actualized people might just have a knack for looking at problems in new ways or thinking along different lines than other people do. They may simply lack inhibition, which is not correct for me. Another characteristic of a spontaneous nature. I have so much inhibition. Like, I don't even like, like, six flags. <laughs> I have a very low risk tolerance in certain things. <laughs> in other things, I'm like, fuck it. But <laughs> it's weird. I I don't I will never bungee jump because of um Fresh Prince and Trevor. Never. <laughs> you know what's funny? Um I did a bungee jump type. It wasn't all on our leg, we did a harness. When I was in high school, uh, around the same time that episode came out, Mm -mm. my best friend and I did it together and we were like, are we going to do this? We're going to do this. (laughs) But I was young. I was a teenager. I would never do it. No, I probably would do it now. If I was in better physical shape, I would definitely do it now still. And Uh, I'm not a thrill seeker or anything like that. It's Mm -hmm. just... mm. I have anxiety about normal stuff, so... I was at a pool party and they were trying to get me on this flamingo float and I was just so much anxiety and then eventually I flipped <laughs> into the water. You had anxiety about getting on the float? 
Yes, and staying on the float and feeling floated. Also, that's part of my problem with pole dancing is I just don't trust. I have a high anxiety about falling. Yeah. Because I do it so much. Yeah. <laughs> so, Same. Yeah. Uh, next up, enjoy peaks experiences. A peak experience is described a moment of euphoria, wonder, and joy, often characterized by a sense of feeling connected to the universe. Uh, I will say I have a lot of those experiences. Um, and even it's just little things like, like yesterday I was telling y'all, I was like, oh, I think I'd like Amina to be the queen of the month for a book club because she's never had a chance to suggest a book. And then oh, I, I realized that. And this was just in my in my head. And then when I pulled the random number generator, Amina won. And then I was trying to give y'all all of my like <laughs> work to make sure that y'all knew that I didn't do it on my own. <laughs> See, our brains go to two different places because there was a time in my life when I thought that I had telekinesis because I had just read Carrie and all I'm saying is I would have thought my powers have finally kicked in. And see, the reason why I didn't feel like that was because after my dad passed, I went somewhere and I figured I had to get there on my own. And so I was like, yes, I got his sense of direction. No, I Next time I got lost and I was like, I don't have a sense of direction. I have no sense. I believe in the fanciful. I know I can't do real life things. Yeah. I just I just thought it was so funny because I was like, yeah, I really would like love Amina to be, you know, our queen for the month. I just want to know what like she likes to read. And then I pulled the number and she was it, which is why I over explained myself. Um Next up, focus on things bigger than themselves. They tend to see the big picture instead of only considering their own lives and may dedicate their lives to a mission, cause, or deeper purpose. Um, that is definitely 100% me. <laughs> um, stop and smell the roses. They appreciate each positive or joyful moment, including just spending a couple hours drinking and talking to their good friend, Chris. Okay. Um, <laughs> as if it were the first no matter how many times they've already experienced it, um, I I need we needed the rest of the podcast break, but also I, this is a mo a rose for my week. <laughs> it's just to be able to chat with Chris. Listen, and, I am I have a propensity to be a Debbie Downer, but I <laughs> have to like often remind myself. Okay, put it into perspective and just appreciate. Like smell the rose, appreciate. Appreciate, mm-hmm. appreciate Doyen. Appreciate the friends in your life. Appreciate mm-hmm. this house that costs you a lot of money. Appreciate mm-hmm. things. I appreciate that you don't have to pay high rent, even though your HVAC is giving you the blues. Appreciate <laughs> what? I say appreciate you don't have to pay increasing rent when your HVAC oh. is giving you the blues. Oh. <laughs> um. My HVAC is good since it's new. <laughs> but mine's been leaking. Oh, bless your soul. Yeah, my first summer as a homeowner. Bless your soul. But it's also uh, like uncharacteristically. Well, it's, it's not uncharacteristically hot. hot. We just haven't had this kind of hot in a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when I first moved here, it was a summer of triple degree temperatures. Mm-hmm. And then there really hasn't been that, that until now, which is like 11 years from when I moved. But yeah. <sighs> 
Okay. Next up, have a sense of justice. They have compassion and care for all people and work to prevent acts of injustice or unethical behavior. I think we're pretty solid there. Yep. Okay, this is going to be a hard word and I've been tricky. Possess Gemeinschaftsgefühl. <laughs> or a social feeling. <laughs> okay, because I was like, I cannot decipher that. <laughs> this word describes an interest and concern for the general well-being of other humans. And I do that, but in my moments of less self-actualization, I have a lot of schadenfreude. <laughs> I love when other people that I don't like struggle. Um, I hope, oh my god! <laughs> I hope Ted Cruz stubs his favorite toe today. But... <laughs> I mean, you know what? Agreed. I just, I guess just in general, I don't think about it. Like, if yeah. I don't like people, I don't think about them. But, yeah. Yeah. I just feel like there should be some justice in him stubbing his favorite toe today. Um, <laughs> which means I have a lot of work to do when it comes to self-actualization. But if all of this feels unattainable, or even just a few pieces... Remember that self-actualization is a process, not an end game. Mm -hmm. Like Chris said at the beginning, there's no single point where you should end up on a journey. And so these are the things that like, you know, nobody taught you in school that like you wake up in your 30s and be like, there was another thunder. I know you heard that. I didn't hear it. but I Oh my God. <laughs> really? I would... <laughs> I want to have social feeling for you, but I'm really jealous because we don't get to fucking read. I mean, I'm not, I'm not scared. I, I love, I love the rain. I just, I just it caught like, me off guard because I, I wasn't expecting it. Girl, this. Um, <clears throat> if next summer is like this, I'm not growing plants because it's just been so hot. I haven't grown anything. This is like this is my second year not growing anything because I'm just I don't know I'm over it anyway. Yeah. Anyways, so we're gonna go ahead and move on to our favorite part of the pod to buy you a drink. Do you want to go first? Sure. Um. This week I'm buying a drink for us, all of us. All of us who have been blessed by the one Beyonce Giselle knows Carter. <laughs> Y'all, the one thing I can say about this album is it's so feel good. Like I I can't listen to it and not feel good. Part of the reason why um I haven't really processed all of the lyrics and all the songs because I'm so busy dancing. Right. The whole time. It just so, feels good. And it just feels good to feel good, you know? I've been creating a playlist. It's <laughs> just truly a feel good playlist for me. So it has Break Your Soul, um, About Damn Time by Lizzo, and Amazing So Far by Mary J. Blige. And I'm trying to listen to it work, and I'm over here like, Leg shaking, trying to twerk, and I'm like, "Man, your your job." <laughs> Listen, I have danced, I have danced at my desk every day since this album been in my life. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, yes, and 
outside of my office is like this common meeting area. Mm-hmm. So it's like a circle and then there are offices on the offshoots of the circle. Anyway, somebody else was doing a training today and um, like I don't, my office, they're like when, even though it's, <laughs> it's on the inside, there are these huge windows that go like across the front of my office. So everybody could see me dancing in mm-hmm. my office and I looked up and it's this group of little old black ladies mm-hmm. <laughs> and, they, and they were looking at me just like you know and they were like joining in even though they couldn't hear because I had my earbuds on and I just looked at them and grinned and kept right on dancing because <laughs> I was like y'all just don't know it just feels good <laughs> but buy a drink for little old black ladies to make you feel good wherever you go <laughs> Um, so my, for my drink, um, you know, Harry Potter's birthday just came around, but also Daniel Radcliffe, who is Harry Potter and who wrote Harry Potter in our brains, um, (laughs) just recently celebrated a birthday on July the 23rd. So, um, one of the odds that his birthday was in the same week as Harry Potter. Cause he is Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. Pretty much. Cause he is. And, uh, also, we had a Harry Potter marathon this weekend, and we hadn't had one in like two, three weekends. So, <laughs> <laughs> I've been too busy for Harry Potter. It takes too long. Um, <laughs> okay, so um, I guess I should probably tell y'all how y'all can find us. We are on the Instagram. Is for life decision, one decision because we solve them one at a time. Sometimes we have to flip it back and reverse it, but we we tried. We tried our best. Um, we're also on Inst- not Instagram. We're also on Etsy <laughs> by this very same name. Um, you can find your may contain alcohol shirt and mug. Uh-huh. And just assume that it's alcohol in my mug. Uh-huh. Um, and then we're also on Twitter as PLD Pod. Um, literally, I've just been like... <laughs> Every once in a while, I just get filled with so much joy of Beyonce that I have to take it to Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> so if y'all are wondering what's happening, it's like kind of like there's this episode of Parks and Rec and uh, Ron Swanson and his girlfriend are about to get married. And Leslie, you no, know, like just short circuits. It's like she's she's kind of like me that she's really creative. And so she wanted to do all of this stuff, but they're literally walking to like town city hall to get married <laughs> so she's like trying to find like highlighters to make a bouquet and like stuff to throw like it's rice that's how i feel about beyonce like short circuiting <laughs> in my joy right now <laughs> um so i am gonna try really hard to find and y'all by all means if you want me to watch a show with you, I will. It's just like everything I'm watching right now is streaming, mm-hmm. and that's hard to do. But we finna find a show. We gonna find a show because I miss watching with y'all. I love, I love the interaction we get from Twitter when we watch a show together. I love it. So, um, gonna do that. Is rap shit live or is it just streaming? It is just streaming. Oh. It's just streaming. At the very um, least, if you drop the tweets. Anybody else who wants to talk about it, don't come back. I've been talking. Yeah, I just try to be real cognizant of spoilers because I detest spoilers. Mm-hmm. So that's what makes it kind of hard with the streaming. You you gotta you can tweet through it, but you gotta be real general. Mm-hmm. And I suck at that. So no. see, I prefer spoilers. 
Please tell me what I will expect. Never spoil it. If you spoil something for me, it will live in my mind forever. And I will always... Never forgive me. I mean, good friend of the show, Devin, spoiled something for me one time while we were at the movie. And uh, while I forgave her because I love her with all of my heart, I still think about it from time to time. Yeah, like, if you had to, like, <laughs> save her from falling off a cliff, you're going to remember it for, like, half a second. And then you're going to save her. I like, I'm going to save her, but she might get real close before I catch her. Yeah. All, all these Renaissance no. deniers, I'm going to save you. But I'm going to think about the time when you said it wasn't ever that one. But I'm going to still save you. I'm going to save you. Like, like, yeah, like... I love her, and, like, she was so, like, she was so heartbroken to see that I was heartbroken. So, like, I forgave her immediately, but, like, I still think about it from time to time, and I'm just like, but why? (laughs) I love me some Devin. We gotta figure out what we can bring her on the podcast about, because I think she'd be so much fun. I really have been thinking about that. Um, (laughs) But, anywho, guys, make sure that you go to, um apple itunes or spotify and make sure you leave us a wonderful five-star rating the other stars don't work mm-hmm. make sure you say something magnificent and make sure you take a screenshot and uh slide it in our dms so the so the way you can send you a wonderful treat i've got to resume reading um some of these wonderful reviews um and yeah, that's probably like the best way to help the show because the more the more reviews we get, the more like we're pushed forward in the algorithm of on the discovery spotlight stuff. So yeah, mm-hmm. um, so support an indie podcast. I know the Wondery we all love a Wondery podcast, but like for us podcasts, ain't got many. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right. Um, also, I want to remind everybody to check out that Etsy shop because listen. As we know, it's almost Halloween, which means it's almost Christmas, and you need to get think about your your favorite coworker who you love to giggle with and talk about other people um, behind their back with. Make sure you get her a cute, make it say alcohol mug, you know. So go ahead and check out the shop. Um, it's also almost pumpkin beer season, and there's a really great koozie we have that says Alexa. Bring me some pumpkin beer. Blaze is gonna make me acknowledge pumpkin beer. <laughs> pumpkin season. <laughs> I mean, and every season, I really give it a go just for doing. Like I really do. Yeah. I, really do. I appreciate you. I, know. I even ate some like pumpkin granola mix. It was awful, but I did it. <laughs> for you. Thank you. Um, um, but yeah, guys, be sure you drink your water take your meds use your sunscreen um and yeah just be gentle with yourself and kind to yourself heavy on the use your sunscreen because that uv ain't the uv we never had before (laughs) (laughs) but also yes be kind to yourself check in on your people um social connection is so vital to us just making it through the shit show we call the world so Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right, well, we love y'all. We'll see y'all next week. Bye, Bye we love you. I'm back in the truck.